Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Hosilawan, it is Friday. We are heading for the weekend. And yesterday, my family and I got to go on a genuine pilgrimage. That's right. It's not often you get to experience a rare expression of your church's faith. And we made the journey from where we live outside of Kokomo up to Michigan City, Indiana, to see the Kursk root icon at a small Orthodox church there in Michigan City, consecrated over a hundred years ago by St. Raphael of Brooklyn. The church itself is amazing. St. George's, small little church. It's filled with relics from St. Paul to St. Seraphim, Mary of Egypt to Joachim and Anna. You walk in there and it was like you were transported. We got there about an hour before the service was going to begin and got to spend time with the Kursk root icon as well as the other relics. And it was amazing how the time just flew by, like an hour, hour and a half, and it was gone. Standing there in prayer, standing there trying to understand what it was you were in the presence of. Now, why did we go so far, two hours, to go to that small church on a Thursday to see an icon? Well, here's why. Because the Kursk root icon is arguably one of the most famous icons in the entire world. Official name is the Kursk root icon of the mother of God of the sign. It's from the 13th century, the 1200s. It was miraculously found. Now, at that time, that area of Russia had been invaded by the Tartars. The entire area had been ravaged, leveled. The city of Kursk was desolate. Hordes had torn everything down, killed people, fire, if you name it. It's like an apocalyptic movie. And at some point on September 8th, they say, 1259, a hunter in the woods, in this ravaged landscaped, saw a piece of wood. And when he picked it up, he discovered that it was an icon lying face down towards the ground on a root. And he lifted the icon and he saw that the image of Mary was on it. Just as he began to lift up the icon from the earth, spring water surged up from where it had been resting, which runs to this very day. The hunter took the icon. Eventually, him and some friends built an old small chapel right where they had found the icon, and news began to spread. People came to the site to venerate the icon, to drink of this holy spring. Miracles happened. People were healed, and it has happened ever since then, ever since 1259. Think how long ago that was. Soon thereafter, the icon was transferred to Rivlisk, some town in Russia, put in a new church, disappeared for a while. They found it. It came back. 
People begin processing with it, taking it around their cities. Now, to spare you the entire history of the icon, today it resides half the year in a church in New York and the other half of the year in Russia. And every once in a while, it gets to go around to small churches of its diocese. And yesterday, it was there in Michigan City, Indiana, in that small, tiny little church that was packed with people. We ended up being there for almost three hours. Small service, talking with friends, talking with the priest, venerating the icon. My favorite comment is there was a young man there. He was from our church outside of Lafayette. He had made the journey with some other friends. And I was talking to him. I was asking him about what he thought about the icons and the relics of these saints. You know, a lot of them bone fragments or piece of hair from a beard. And he says, man, these were real people. They really lived. You know, a lot of people don't understand icons. They don't understand saints because obviously we're all called to be saints. We're all called to walk towards God. But see, he expressed in its most simplest form exactly why they're important. They were real people. See, God became flesh. Jesus was real. He was flesh. You could touch him. God finds ways to enter our reality, to enter our environment. And it wasn't just through Jesus. It was through miracles. It was through people who followed God and were overcome by his spirit. And not because of them, but through God, miracles happened. They became holy. And they are reminders of what we are called to do. We're not just called to be saved. It's not a one-time thing. It's a lifelong thing. It's journeying closer to God. It's getting closer to God. That's what faith's about. That's what's so exciting about real faith. It's not just, are you saved? It's not just, did you answer some altar call? It's, are you walking with God? Every day, are you rooting out your sin? Are you rooting out your worst desires? And are you replacing them with holy ones? Are you walking closer to God? And icons and saints remind us of that because they were real people. They represent real people. Many, if not most of them, struggled with the same things that we do. Fought the same desires, fought the same urges, had similar battles with themselves. And they overcame them to follow God, to overcome their sin, to overcome their worst desires, to be good, to follow how we were created to be. And that's a hard thing, but it's an exciting thing. It's an exciting thing. Well, there was a deacon in there. I think he alarmed some of the kids. My wife wasn't sure what to make of his tattoo, but on his hand he had this skull tattoo. And you might say to yourself, why has he got a skull tattoo on his hand? Faith. Christianity is supposed to be about life. Well, see, it is. But see, that skull <laughs> is a reminder that our life is in Christ. It is not in this body. We're all going to die. We're all going to go back to the earth and become dust. And that remembrance of death should remind us where our heart should be, where our faith should be, where our walk should be. And the icons and the saints remind us these were real people that had to make that same decision and follow that same walk. And what did they find at the end of the walk? They found life. And more than anything, 
That's what I felt yesterday with my family, with friends. I felt life. I felt alive. I felt focused. I felt excited about drawing closer to God, deepening my faith, reading the Bible more, praying more, loving my family better. Man, when you see life the way it was meant to be lived, filled with the Spirit of God, the one who created us. It's an exciting thing. There's nothing static about it. There's nothing bored, boring about it. Heck, it's wild feeling. You feel alive. It's an awesome thing. I'm so grateful we had that opportunity to pilgrimage, to see the cursed root icon, and to be in that small church, and to be with those other pilgrims Make your own pilgrimage. Be alive. Follow God. Be reminded of people who have gone before us, who are real, who made that same journey, who overcame the same obstacles. Make your faith wild and free, open-eyed, asking God to enter your life and make it exciting as they follow him. Go a little John the Baptist, as we talked about yesterday. I'm pumped up. I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready to be with my family. I'm ready to read my Bible. I'm ready to go to church. I'm ready to pray. May you feel the same way. Get fired up. Get wild. Till next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings. Visit a holy site. Visit an old church. Talk to a grandparent with deep faith and remind yourself they went through it too. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Where we were created in the image of God. And when we draw closer to that image and we are filled with that spirit, life becomes an amazing, awesome thing. So until next time, my friends, which will be Monday, you have a great weekend. Get fired up. Get some. I'm your host, Silawan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Children